Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. www.urbantechfair.org 
click on join and get on the list, and that way you can stay up to date on everything that's going on. The show opened up with Polymath, that's P-O-L-Y-M-A-T-H, Polymath, and that's by one of our Urban Tech Fair members, Anthony Stewart, from his debut album called Visual Music, and you can find it at Bandcamp, and that's Polymath. So with no further ado, we bring on the one and only, the social mobile media marketing diva. Karen Rogers Robinson. Hi, Karen. Hi. How are you tonight? Fine. How are you? I'm totally awesome. Just wow. I'm excited <laughs> to be here. Great, All the things great. you said, I can't even remember doing half of that, but I did. <laughs> Well, we're going to get to learn and know know you today. And again, for those if you're listening in, if you want to share, or you can e- even just call in just to listen. Now, if you do want to share or ask a question while we're speaking, you need to press the number one, and that call-in number is six four six seven one six seven nine nine four. So, Karen, let's yes. just start it off. Everybody wants to know, so we can, like, understand who we're talking to. The world wants to know, who is Karen Rogers Robinson? And (laughs) then you can tell us about your claim to fame. We want to know who's the person, who's the woman. (laughs) Okay, well, Karen Rogers Robinson is a woman of color from Richmond, California. (laughs) I love everything techy and sort of geeky, um, down to earth, just a girl next door kind of person. Um, let's see, I grew up at AT&T, I'll say. Uh, worked there for about 22 years. Um, I love to talk on the phone, and I'm addicted to the phone. So I got the best job ever in 97. I got to represent the deaf and disabled services group and the mobile device and I have been addicted to the mobile device ever since. Um, I don't know, I don't know what to say. I'm always texting, tweeting or talking on the phone to one of my friends and so, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. So I figured I need to figure out how to make money. <laughs> Using my phone, right? Because I'm always on Great. That's what I did. I've always been addicted to the internet. I mean, as soon as we could get it, I got it. Um, Mm -hmm. I've been on the net for a long time. Well, well, are you originally from Atlanta? No, I am from Richmond, California. I am a Bay Area girl, and um, I guess that's another reason why I like tech stuff, because it's just the norm at home. Okay. Silicon Valley was definitely my backyard. And um, it's true what you guys say. It can be in anybody's backyard. I got my first computer with a Commodore 64, you know, the ones you hook up to your TV set. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I had a little cartridge and I learned how to type shooting asteroids. A geek or a blurred, as they now say, for a long time, a long time. Oh, wow. Yeah, my, 
I remember growing up, my sister and I used to um, spell words with the binary 0101 and print out yeah. hearts and all kind of stuff when my parents were like, our computer paper went where? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember the paper with the holes on the side and came Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we used to... We had sent, my sister and I hooked up all that stuff to our Commodore 64 and figured out how to make it all happen. So, yeah, I, I, with the addition to the mobile device becoming the new computer, I guess I was destined for it. Now, our family trick is to see who can get the best geek gadget between my sister, my dad, myself, and my oldest son. That is our thing. Okay. Who can get the coolest Coolest geek gadget. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I have blogged um, professionally since 2008, and I blog about social media, social tech, and of course the mobile device. So well, okay, Karen. Just I want to kind of catch us up a little bit. Um, is where can people go right now if they want to find you online, so I, that they can so, go online while while listening. Um, if they want to find me online, I'm on every platform as Social M M M M Diva. So that's Social M M Diva. I'm on everything from Instagram to LO. Um, I do have a branded website, which is socialmmdiva.com. Um, I have KarenRogersRobinson.com, KarenRogersRobinson.info, and my personal blog that's sure to have you laughing a diva on the rise at blogger.com. Okay, so okay, you got to catch me up. I'm not that quick of a typer. So okay, I have socialmmdiva.com. Correct. Okay, then we have karenrogers.com. karenrogersrobinson.com. Okay. And karenrogersrobinson.info, um, my online resume. Okay. And then my personal blog, a diva on the rise at blogger dot com. So all the foolishness and mayhem that I go through as I put together my transmedia marketing agency, you'll find it all there. It's sure to have you laughing. Okay. First of all, I've been told I it wasn't supposed to make people laugh. But people <laughs> <laughs> come up to me and say, Oh, you are so funny and I'm like I wasn't really trying to be funny, but okay, I'll take that. Okay, so, okay, now the blog is again, give me that site again. <laughs> it's a diva on the rise at blog. Diva on the rise. Mm-hmm. On T H E R I S E? That's correct. Okay, diva on the rise at where? Blogger.com. Okay. Because I'm a Google girl, and Blogger is a. Google product, so. hmm <laughs> Okay. So, everyone, you know right now how to um, hit up Karen. So, if you want to check her out, let's take advantage of this Internet radio. So, we have the advantage. We can listen. And while we're listening, we can open up a, another tab or another window and check her out. So, as she speaks, we can go through everything. So now you've as you said a few things. I know um we let's go to the goal and work our way back. 
you said uh, you're building your transmedia company. Yes. Okay. So yeah. th- this is our vision, our goal, a transmedia company. So mm-hmm. for those who do not know, we're going to, like, break down terms. So what okay. is transmedia? So basically transmedia is just using different forms of media, and it trans is going, transcending across all plat- media platforms to tell mm-hmm. a unified story. Okay. Um, Disney is the best at doing that. I would say Disney, Coca-Cola, um, McDonald's. They're really good at, at transmedia storytelling. Mm-hmm. And again, transmedia is using, transcending across all forms of media, different platforms, telling pieces of the story to, on different pieces of the story on different platforms and to get a whole story. So that's what I do for my clients currently. And, um, but my goal is to have my own agency doing that full time instead of part time. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to know if I can come work at your agency. <laughs> Ooh, sure. I want to be like yeah. a little. I want to be the sexy social techie Olivia Pope and Associates kind of company. So yeah, we'll right. talk about that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm working with my clients this year. I'm for the, um, starting this year, I'm really getting them focused on developing a brand story. And right. um, my work with theater and performing arts and all really gives me a basis for that. But many of our small businesses don't realize, well, they have a story, and they have a story to tell, but they're not really telling it. And so um, that's like one of my missions to get our businesses in a place that they actually have a brand story developed so that they'll have these narratives and, you know, tell them across the various mediums. But it's great. That is so true. Um, Everybody has a story. And, you know, statistics show that the American public, we like to do business with people we like. And how do you get to know and like someone? By sharing stories and intimate moments with them. Mm -hmm. So... And I would say that's the public um, all around. It's human nature. Mm-hmm. We, we we aggregate to what we know. When you don't know something, there's always a sense of, you know, fear of the unknown. That's just human nature. So that's um, whether it's, you know, in the technology age and not in the technology age. Now, technology age, you can do a lot quicker and cheaper but always the goal is to make someone at least feel they know. They don't have to know you personally, but that they have a sense about you, understand what your brand is, your logo is, what your product is. When they come in contact with it, they're more open to hearing your message. That's true. All of our lives we've all heard of Coke and Pepsi and Folgers Coffee. Traditionally, those are some of the biggest, Storytellers. I mean, when you think of Coke, um, when we were young, it was always have a Coke and a smile, you know. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to get that Coke. I'm going to smile. I feel like smiling today, right? <laughs> so I'm going to go get a Coke. And now um, they've, they're still telling that same story. They're just telling it in a different manner. So now it's um, Coke and happiness, right? Okay. So, 
you would be a happy ambassador. Um, they tell the that story uh, through the music. They get different singers to sing their jingle. Coke is happiness, and you know, life is happier with Coke. Um, it's just everywhere. If you're when you come to Atlanta, you have to go do the Coke tour, and they have this whole story that goes from the earphones that you put on your ears and do the guided tour um, that talks about how Coke makes you happy to <laughs> a cartoon <laughs> about being happy. Then you can go and get a can made that said, I'm going to be happy and have a Coke with, and then you put that person's name on there. So it's all about being happy with Coke. And if you're not yeah. going to be happy with your Coke, then you're going to smile with your Coke. Um, <laughs> telling the stories, remember McDonald's used to say, you deserve a break today, and here's why you deserve a break. Yeah, right? So yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. you did something good. Oh, snap, I deserve McDonald's. I'm going to McDonald's right now. Mm-hmm. It's a really rough day. I'm going to McDonald's. So it's all about telling that story. Um, they've yeah. gone on to tell different stories, but still, they tell a story, they draw you in, they make you feel good. Twizzlers yeah. um, makes your mouth feel good. They tell you on Instagram. They show people with the Twizzlers hanging out of their mouth, but they're smiling or having fun. Um, it's all about telling the story and how you, and telling a different but similar story across all the platforms. So if you were to go on Instagram and look at Twizzler, you would see, again, like I said, the, the happy people, and they have a Twizzler in their hand. If you watch the commercials, they show people dancing around. They're still happy, but they're, they're <laughs> happy for other reasons. And they're even happier when they get that Twizzler. Um, you know, they have animated spots on TV where there's just the mouth, and the mouth is this red vine hanging out of it, or it's behaving, doing zany tricks and things of that nature to get the red vine and, and have that piece of Twizzler in its mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but it, it, feels, it feels good. You know, it's excited about getting that Twizzler. And that's on Every platform, they tell you a little piece of that story. But the overall story arc is, I'm going to get a Twizzler and I'm going to feel good. <laughs> I'm going to feel good. And basically with transmedia you, storytelling, you want to tell a good story, a story that's going to capture people's attention. And you want to tell that, tell that story to them at the right moment, the right place, and the right time. So if they're at home... It used to be, up until last year, that when they were at home, you told that story on TV. or And if it was in the car, you told that story through radio. You told the story during magazines and all of those good things and, and bring that story to life, right? You still mm-hmm. do that pretty much today. However, because so many people are addicted to their phone, their mobile device, their tablets, you, it, things are becoming more streamlined. So you mm-hmm. want to make sure that you get them while they're on that tablet, while they're on that phone. And sometimes you have to do that using an app because people are on YouTube. So when they're on YouTube, you want to have an app that's right there on YouTube that will let them see your story. You want to run an ad, ad there. Mm-hmm. It's all kind of things. You just have to be creative when it comes to telling your story today. Yes. And um, and I suggest too, this is t- opportunities, you know, for creatives 
it's, it's a two-sided story. It's an opportunity for creatives, and it's an opportunity for people to partner. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I advocate for artists all the time, and I have been on a mission for the past five years to get small businesses to think outside the box and to enter into partnerships with artists um, because... Mm-hmm. When you want to get down to the people, there are so many artists that have regional followings, and there are a lot of artists, especially that do a lot with spoken word, but many of them have events. Part of what is a spoken word artist, they host events. A lot of them have their own events. They have regional followings, and they're on a weekly basis and sometimes several times a week, one-on-one with consistent audiences. This is What's true. better than so, having these people? <laughs> this is so true. The, the art, the artist community today has leveled the playing field. Technology has leveled the playing field for them. Um, as I came down this path, I, you know, initially reached out to the small business owners and shared some of the things that I, I developed with them. Um, like in 2009, I owned a text message marketing company myself and. Um, a few friends, <laughs> and so mm-hmm. we built a text messaging campaign manager through the web and basic HTML code using Clickatels. And Clickatels is huge text messaging company. We use their interface, and we just coded using basic HTML. So we went out, and this is how I learned about social media and social technology hands-on. So I went out, packaged it up after my friend Dwayne and I, we built it, we packaged it up, and I went out to sell it. Well, here's the problem. Most of those folks who own businesses, you know, they're middle-aged people between 55 and 65, right? So they're like, Mm -hmm. you want, people are going to do what? (laughs) I didn't buy into that. Because, you know, back then in 2008, 2009, text messaging wasn't free, right? You had to pay Uh for text. But now, you know, that with the growth of text messaging, mobile apps, and things of that nature, the playing yeah. field is so level today in 2014. Whether you are an artist, um, a visual artist, a musical artist, a performing or what artist. have you, no matter mm-hmm. what your field is, Recording you can artist. get your story out and you can use technology to interact with your ideal audience. Um, as a matter of fact, later on this week, I'll be speaking at the biggest mm-hmm. social tech conference here in the Southeast called Southwired. And what we'll be talking about is the mobile device. So um, make sure you check my blog so that you can get little snippets of what okay. we're talking about because I'll have some So is this where we go to Diva on the Rise, a blogger? So that this one, no, that, Diva on the Rise is just like, at the end of the day, I sit down and I'll okay. tell you all the crazy things that I've had to go through to get to where I am today. You yeah. want to go to my tech blog, socialmmdiva.com slash blog, okay. and you will see things there. Um, okay. So we'll be at Southwired this Wednesday, October the 8th, and um, you can follow along on Twitter using the hashtag Southwired or digital D-I-G-A-C-L-14. So follow those 
to hashtag Southwired, and that's S-O-U-T-H-W-I-R-E-D, or D-I-G-A-T-L-14. And um, my panel is going to be on the mobile device, the Urban Dwellers Entertainment System. It'll be myself, um, Tiffany Simpkins-Russell, Jason Russell, Brandon, T. Mill Thaxton, and TDF Woodley. Um, okay. So T-Day has worked for TNT in their mobile, TNT and Turner in their mobile um, department. So he deals with creating content for the mobile device. Um, Brandon has produced several web series. Tiffany and Jason, they are a couple. They have um, created the, well, Tiffany created and then Jason built it. So they have the only storybook app on the iTunes store that's made by a woman of color. Okay. And it's called A Song for Miles. And they'll also be coming out with Dream Olivia Dream. So, the song from Miles. I have an awesome. Uh huh. Four for miles. miles or from Miles? Four. Four miles. Okay. M I L E S, right? And correct. And mm-hmm. that is my panel. And we will be discussing, I'll be hosting, we'll be discussing FOMO, the fear of missing out, and nomophobia, which is the fear of being without your cell phone. And how the mobile device and those two fears impact urban dwellers, such as ourselves. And um, the things that we have gone through to give up and we can't live without our phone, why we are so fearful of being without our phone. I mean, think about it. Ten years ago, you didn't leave the house to go jogging without your what? You're a walkman, right? (laughs) Yes. You didn't leave the house without your camera because you wanted to take pictures, right? Mm-hmm. And you needed your phone in case of an emergency. And you needed your um, pedometer to see how far you walked, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if you think about it now, when you leave home, you only pick up one thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> your phone. Because if you're riding the train or some people, even if you're in your car with Bluetooth capability now, you, people don't use the regular radio. I mean, most people want customized things. So you plug in your, you use the Bluetooth, you plug in your phone, you use your Pandora, your Spotify, your Sirius app, um, iHeartRadio app. There are tons of apps that you can use to get your music, your podcast, your talk radio, um, if when you go to work out, uh, if, depending if you have an iPhone or not, or even a new Samsung, you just put your finger on there, and it'll tell you what your heart rate is. It'll tell you how many steps you've taken. There are so many apps you can download for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you can watch a movie while you're standing in line at the DMV. So, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. people don't go anywhere without their phones or their tablets. Yeah. So we'll be discussing the mobile device and all the good things you can do um, to get your content, your creative content on a mobile device, and how to market to those people who have that fear of missing out and the fear without, of being without their phone. So we'll be talking about that. Um, I've done some, a lot of research in the last 24 months about that topic. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't know. 
it says there's a, a stat out there that was in um, Fast Company. It's been repeated on Mashable and then a couple other places. But based on research done by Nielsen and Pew mm-hmm. Research, 85% of Americans have nomophobia. <laughs> and within most of the day, people between the ages of 18 to 40 are never more than five steps away from their phone. How powerful is that? Mm. <laughs> I tell you. Yeah. But the bad, here's the bad thing, though. And, and all this research and all the learning and the turns and twists that my career has had to be where I am today, where I'm the thought-out-after speaker at Southwired, ATL WebFest, a couple other places, um, there are hardly any people of color, less than 3% of the content creators are people of color. Mm. And only 2% of those 3% are women. Mm. So that's kind of sad, being that 89% of the consumers of these services are African. And the thing about it, We are content creators. We're not putting, we're not publishing our content. We're That's consistently true. creating, and it's just like the music industry. You know, we're consistently creating. Other people publish our content. Other people Correct. do it. We, we set we, the standards, but we we set the standards for what should be out there, but we're not creating them. We're letting other people tell our yeah, story. We're not being producers. Yeah. Right, and which is one reason why I'm so very proud of the Russells, Tiffany Simpson Russell and Jason Russell, because instead of sitting back and watching, they went out there and they created the Song for Miles, which is an awesome storybook app that teaches children of color about where music, the different genres of music and where it came from, and that we were a lead creative of that music. So I'm very proud of them. And I want you all to go out to the iTunes store and download that app for your kids, your grandkids, and everyone. Um, and then the other uh, young man on my panel is uh, Brandon Tumel Baxton. He started out in doing videos for music videos. However, now he's directing movies and he's directing web series and things short run digital entertainment that you're gonna be viewing on your mobile device, whether that mobile device is a tablet or your phone. And I have the pleasant job that I my dream job to be promoting for both Tiffany and Brandon and their adventures. And so that's awesome for me. Great. You know, we really, 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 really need to be con become content creators. So, yeah, producers. With that being said, I want to tell you guys about my nonprofit. And okay. Well, what Karen, we all righty. What we're going to do, we're going to just take a break. Yeah, okay. They can, you know, you know, take all of this in. So um, if you want to call in, the call-in number is 646-716-7994. Again, that call-in number is 646 646- Seven one six seven nine nine four. 
We're going to do a, a, a little commercial. This is the moment of the women. <laughs> so I'll do a commercial for one of our women. This is Fitness, P-H-I-T-N-U-S, and you can support her if you want to get fit. I'm just going to run her commercial real quick, and then we're going to come back to Karen. Um, also, when you call in, if you want to speak, please press the number one, and that way we'll know that you want to speak. All right, because we do have some callers on the line. Ladies, let's face it, every woman cannot be a size 2, nor should you want to be. I am frankly tired of the false advertising. This is why fitness is different. Our exercise and dance series is something every woman can actually do. You can do this. Our dance DVD has one-on-one instruction, two levels to choose from so you can go at your own pace, and targets our three main fat areas of our body, our midsection, our thighs, and our arms. Join the movement today and visit www.fitness.com for details. That's P-H-I-T-N-U-S dot com. Enter code RADIO to receive your discount offer. Okay, we are back. And so, Karen, can you please tell us about um, your nonprofit? Let us know about your nonprofit and how we can support you in the effort. Okay, awesome. Well, my nonprofit is called the Sassies. And what the Sassies stand for is Sisters Advancing Second Screen Interactive Engaging Stories. So basically, it's for women who create, women of color who create, content for the second screen or a mobile device. Um, And with that, we give out awards to content creators um, in an arena for best app, best web series, things of that nature. And we also, every December, we have an annual as a part of code.org teach. They'd like to, they have a thing where they, are trying to teach a million people to code in a week. <laughs> so as a part of that, they are they have sponsored our um, Cupcake and Code event that we do every December. And we get together at the Microsoft Store, which is also one of our um, sponsors for the Cupcake and Code event. And we teach women how to code <laughs> in a day. So... Basically, when you leave that event, you will know how to put together a basic web page and or a simple plug-and-play app where we teach you the basic principles of how to make an app using Android structures. And it's really not as hard as it sounds. (laughs) You, You walk away feeling like you've accomplished something. You meet a lot of other women who... Um, I such as yourself, my, they are saying, oh, my gosh, it would be great to have a blog to share my diet tips, my hair tips, and things of that nature. So we just teach them some basic HTML skills, and they go home with their first web page. Okay, cool. that sounds great. <laughs> yeah, and you get to eat cupcakes and hang out with your friends. So. Okay. So um, so what's the website again? Can you get it one time? And um, that one is Sassy, the Sassy Awards dot me. The Sassy so Awards, T H E. The Sassy Awards dot me, and Sassy is spelled S A S S I E S dot me. Okay. And so people aren't able to attend; they can go there and donate, correct? 
Yes, if they can attend, they can go and donate. And um, But if you're not in the area and you want to learn how to code during National Code Week, which is generally the first week of December, you can always go to code.org. I think code. it's the 14th this year. I think it's December 14th this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can go to code.org. And um, they actually, you can go to code.org any day of the week and you can teach yourself how to code. It really isn't that hard, guys. And it really isn't. I'm, I'm, I'm making myself go back and learn. <laughs> and um, um, to I, I did it in high school, a little bit in college, but I'm like I said, you know what? I got to force myself, and it's like really easy. So even it's if it's a you, great skill to have, I mean, mm-hmm. and you know what? Some so many of the young folks know how to code. I'd say the people between the ages of 18 to 29, they know how to code. They just don't think that HTML is code. If you guys think back to when you had your MySpace page and you used to go in on the back end of MySpace and type in those, you know, ref Mm -hmm. equals SRG, yada, 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 that is basic HTML. And when you pop that code in, that's what allows you to put on all those glitzy, glittery, Pictures mm-hmm. that your friends ooed and odd over. Well, that's coding, and you remember that wasn't hard, and that wasn't that long ago. It was just 2005. So yeah, yeah, come on, no. dust it off, and learn how to code. Yeah. The biggest I think, reason I mean, why a we lot of learn how to code. Yeah, if we stop speaking these story. things about what we can't, because we really can. Um, a woman in church today said, "I'm not good. Just that computer stuff. I'm just not good at it." I, I said, "Stop saying that, Vicky, because you are." I said, "Can you type up? Can you type?" She said, "Yeah." I said, "She said, when well, I need something, I can get get it done." I said, "Then you can get the computer done." I was like, "Today, all you have to do is go to YouTube, and it's about a how-to video on everything. Just sit down, yeah, take really. your time, go step by step." And you'll learn. And the computer is and always has been learned by doing. You can go to school exactly. and learn certain things. But to be honest, the biggest thing that you can learn that helps you in computer, to be honest, is things like math. You know, the, these standalone <laughs> things stay things that stay with you anyway because it's teaching you logic and how to that's the biggest reason why they want everyone to learn code because coding teaches you how to think because all it is is interpreting a real-life problem, a word problem, converting it to a mathematical formula, and then that can be interpreted in any type of language for the computer to be able to manipulate well, now, and you know, translate. I would say this. Not everybody is good at math. And, you know, even though I got good grades and I had some of the hardest math classes, I was not like my older sister. I had to actually study. Now, my older sister would just look at the book, and all of a sudden the answer would come to her through osmosis or something. I don't know. But I would be sitting there for hours memorizing. (laughs) But today, coding is so much more than that because it's done from the user experience. So it is more like a word problem um, versus an actual math problem. And there are so many yeah. different ways I mean, to but learn you know, even in the math, sometimes I think we think like when we say think math, sometimes people think it's so complicated, but it's like really the basic, it's basics of math. 
strength. Like if you want to move forward, you just step one. You know, it's like a plus one, or you know, you're you're just you know, it's like basic mm-hmm. counting. It's really not that it, they it, have the it, you know big formulas, but it's not like these. Mm-hmm. So different than what it's not your it's not your for the young people it's not your mother's coding it's not mm-hmm. it's so different it's very easy um, well a lot of it is already built in compared to what we had before I mean true it, you, you know don't they, have to the know commands are already and, known they already have that back information that at one time you had to put in. So it is a lot easier because, you know, that back information is already there. You put this, they tell you the commands. You put those commands in, and it automatically does those. Right. Um, I mean, there are still languages like jQuery and ASAP and C++ and all of that that are still very com- complicated. But, uh, the average but that's person, not the common stuff, yeah. Right. The average person can get away with knowing how to build a simple CSS style sheet or basic HTML, HTML5. And you can go to, like I said, code.org, lynda.com. There are just so many websites where you can get that information. And learning to code is the future today. With learning how to code, you'll be able to tell your story and not just let people today know your story, but you know, as long as the earth is here, people will know your story. I mean, they can pick up advice, they can find it, the Internet. Nothing ever leaves the Internet. So, you know, <laughs> again, a warning, warning, nothing ever leaves the Internet. So be careful of what you say out there. <laughs> Make sure that Yeah, and all these people content. trying to teach you. I just started seeing things lately. We'll show you how you can erase something off the Internet. You know, it's not easy, so yeah, but we'll don't show you how to make stuff off the internet. I'm like, please, don't, don't believe that. Just don't put it out there. Right, just don't put it out there. I mean, in my in my day job, if I build out people's brands and identities using transmedia and social tech, I would I would have to be honest with you. If somebody tells you that they are going to get your negative stuff off the line, what they can bury the negative things about you by putting Mm -hmm. good, fresh content on top. But once it's out there, it's out there. If somebody is persistent, they use the right keyword, (laughs) they're going to find it. So the best thing to do is think before you tweet. Think before you post. Think, just think. You know, if you didn't want want your mom or your grandmom or your dad or your granddad to know about it, then don't tweet it, don't post it, just don't. Yeah, I mean, if you only want certain, if if it's not something everyone can see, just be honest. Don't bother it. Don't email it. Right. Don't, don't even do it. it. And, yeah, you know, I know there's things like yeah. Tiger Text and and um, Snapchat where they claim they don't keep your information, but they do. By law, they have to keep a record, even if it's only for a week or you know, forty eight hours. It's somewhere and. Yeah. In today's world, I just don't feel comfortable that even though the manual says it's got to go in 48 hours, don't trust it. Somebody somewhere has a copy of it. Yeah, so that is really a warning that when you're on social media, yeah, even when you're discussing your personal views and things and all like that, sometimes... 
you know, and even though people like to have these warring fights and things and all on social media, one, it doesn't mean you have to, first of all, you don't have to engage it. And then, um, you know, under you know, you just need to understand what's really personal to you and what's not. Because if you have that discussion and you go there, um, you know, it can come back. You know, again, you can come back to bite you. I mean, I know everybody likes to do business with people they like, and in order to do that, to be someone that people like, you have to mm-hmm. give of yourself. You know, you have to be down to earth and you do have to give it yourself. But as I tell my clients, pick selectively how much of yourself you want to give. I mean, you know, I'm pretty much an open book. I don't care. (laughs) So I will probably tweet a little bit more than the next person or post a little bit more than the next, but I have built my brand as a sassy social mobile media marketing diva. So I can get away with that. But if your brand is the good girl next door, then you don't want to say half the stuff I say. (laughs) (laughs) And even myself, even though, you know, I'm, you know, I have sassy adventures and being sassy and social is a part of my brand. I still have to filter out a lot of things that I do. I mean, you know, I'm not going to tell everybody every everything that I do all day long. I mean, and you can't. There are only certain yeah. incidences when you can tell people to kiss your sass, right? Mm-hmm. You, you can't just say it all day long. <laughs> yeah. You have to really make a point, and it has to be effective in that part of the story of my life that I'm sharing with the social sphere. So you have to be careful about how you say things and and the things that you do. You have to be very strategic in this social, mobile, techie world. Um, You know, all these women who are having leaked photos (laughs) across the Internet. Okay, you know, it's it's a part of our culture. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. I'm never going to. Yeah, you know, like, you know what? Don't, you know, you just don't believe that. I mean, even before this day and age, you know, you had to be very uncomfortable about that because even before, look what happened to Vanessa Williams. This before right. this day and age, photo she took. I mean, life and it's out there. Yes, yeah. you know, and that's, that wasn't no internet thing at all. But, no. you know, the whole point is just that, uh, would I kind of say you ha- you should also be living your life like that? No place do you ever tell everybody everything about you. First of all, that's always TMI, <laughs> right. no matter what. Yeah, so you know, and so the way you really should you know navigate your life is basically, you know how you do that on social media. Ninety nine percent of the people are far distant associates. They're not your best friends. They're not all your family. You know, these are associates, people that you associate with, but you're not really that close to them. And so, you know, you have to be aware. Y'all can friend and text whatever or have conversations, but you don't really know. You don't even know most of the time that those people are actually who they say they are. 
true. You could be thinking you're talking to, you know, blonde-haired, blue young lady that is your, you're saying, oh, my gosh, she's my alter ego, you know, um, <laughs> both, like anime costumes and we're soul sisters, pinky, <laughs> pinky square. <laughs> and really the person who's on the other side of that screen is, you know, some overweight, balding, brown-haired, green-eyed, fat guy, you know, (laughs) who doesn't even know what a hula hoop is, right? So you do have to be very careful, very, very careful in in, in, in everything that you do online, on your phone, on your tablet. And just, you know, like sometimes I say what you do is like when you're writing, type it out. If you're mad at somebody, if you want to respond, you type it up. Go back and read no, it. This I don't all right. I'm going to stop you right there. Don't even type it up because, <laughs> you know, there is this website where they make a lot of money called the text from last night. So, and the text from last night are texts that people started to write and then accidentally hit go. <laughs> And they go through different companies and devices and websites, and they also ask people to submit the crazy text that they accidentally sent out. And they have built a book, a movie, all kind of things off the text from last night. So, no, don't even start sipping it. Just let it go. Just let it go. Don't do it. Don't do it. Well, we well, say no matter what, even before I post, I try to reread my not things. not the content we want you to create. Yes, no, no, no. We want you to go out there and create worthy pieces of content like devices and apps that will further our community. Um, like here in Atlanta, a couple of kids made an app that helps you police the police. You know, mm-hmm. those are the things that we want you to do. <laughs> we want you to make worthwhile apps. And you can do that by teaching yourself how to code or reaching out to a local organization and learning how to code with them. For women of color, there is a group called Women Who Code. Um, they're on Twitter. You might want to follow them. Or you can just follow me if you're in the Southeast, and we will get you set up for learning how to code. You can come out, learn how to code in a week um, through the Southeast organization. Just follow me at SocialMMDiva on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, LO, everything. It's still SocialMMDiva. Now, you talked about devices. You were saying building apps and devices. What type of devices can people create? Well, they can't create a device. Per se, but you can create an app to be used across multiple devices. And um, basically, you would need to learn how to uh, code for the Android and develop on the iOS platform. And not even though you know Windows, Windows and BlackBerry are out there, they make up such a small share mm-hmm. of the mobile devices out there that it's. You know, it may not be cost-effective depending on what you're trying to make to learn to code for um, Windows or BlackBerry. But now if you have a business app that you are trying to get out there, you definitely want to make sure you're coding on BlackBerry because businesses, believe it or not, 
if they're not on the apple, they're all still on BlackBerry. Yeah. Yeah, so you definitely, you know, learning how to develop for the BlackBerry platform is still still a good idea. Windows, not so much. Okay. Although they're trying to make a comeback. Yeah. Now, uh, what you didn't cover was um, the social shopping. You said about social, social shopping. shopping in the app, uh, in the okay. um, in the mobile. Okay, so social shopping. There's a social mobile e-commerce can include so many things, as simple as using coding from PayPal to be able to receive money from folks using a text message to um, people accessing your Etsy store or being able to order off of Pinterest. And now people will be able to make make purchases via Twitter. Um, okay. Within the next, actually, I believe it's six weeks, Um yeah, I think six weeks. I just went to a workshop with the folks here at Twitter here in Atlanta. And that will be available. It's in beta. So depending on how popular your brand is, you will have access to that. But coming in 2015, I'm sure it will be open up to everyone. And that will be awesome because Twitter is such a direct and one-to-many or um one-on-one platform that you can mm-hmm. use. So to be able to make in-tweet in purchases is really going to be awesome. Like now people can purchase music from some of the bigger brands in 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 tweets. So when they, if they, um, Spotify sends out a tweet with a song in it, you can actually download, pay the 99 cents and download that song. With from that tweet that comes in your news okay. timeline, so that's pretty awesome, and that's going to be a great e-commerce solution for the small business owners mm-hmm. because they'll be able to send one tweet and reach many, and mm-hmm. they will also people will also be able to discover your content um, using the hashtag system and things of that nature. So that'll be really awesome, and then on Pinterest now. Um, you can add a price to a pin, and they can purchase it, purchase it by clicking on that pin. Um, oh, so that's right. another another good thing. And then there's you know there's always Etsy. You can download the app. The consumer can download the app to their phone and purchase from your Etsy store there. So I mean there's just so many different <laughs> e-commerce solutions on the mobile device. Um, I say the most inexpensive, though, would be to purchase through using a text message. Mm -hmm. Text message solution, which is really easy if you have PayPal. um, You can set that up yourself in in just minutes where people would send a text message. They can split the bill, all kind of good things. I mean, if you use certain apps like um, Lyft or Uber or... um, there's an app called Split the Check. They have basically taken the coding that PayPal offers and put it into play to make their apps 
where they can collect money from books. So you just have to be creative. Um, you can, you know, go out to your local college if you're not savvy enough to build something like that yourself. But you can go to some of your local colleges, the intern who can build that for you. Okay. And then if you have a budget you're working with, you can come to my transmedia agency. We will hook you up. <laughs> <laughs> so just go online www.socialmmdiva.com <laughs> Hit the contact us button and we will hook you up. Okay. So, yeah, so before we close out, then, because we have five minutes left, give me why would people come to socialmmdiva.com? Come to socialmmdiva.com too. Give me the reasons. Tell your story. Tell your story across every form of media that is out there, uniquely, um, differently from anyone else, and we can get your message on the right platform at the right time. Okay. So, and then what else? Come to com. We've been very successful. We've worked with um, quite a few different web series that were basically just cultural phenoms when, you know, back backroom college known things when we came along them and now there are cultural sensations. Um to have clients get shorty awards and diff- win different um fest- web festivals across the country based on our work. Mm-hmm getting them known and driving and engaging their clientele. So you have a story to tell. We're the people to tell it for you. Okay. Now, um, so you said web series, and um, you said y'all you will build apps for people? We do. We do transmedia okay. marketing. We will tell your brand story across every platform. And it's a part of telling that story. We can build a mobile app. We can, you know, create a strategy and figure out which is the best platform to go, whether you need to use text message marketing or an actual app. So we have that background behind us, and we're good at determining which is the best solution for you. So who's your typical client? I know we said about web series, but also who's a good client for social media? So my typical client lately has been in the entertainment industry, um, whether it's web series, an indie film, authors, um, app, people who have developed apps and are looking to um, build out their base and get people more familiar with it. Things of that nature, people who are creating content for the mobile device to be used on the mobile device, those are our ideal clients. If you are even a music And people artist, who maybe should be, because some people don't, may not know. Like a filmmaker, right. he, hey, I'm into making films. He may not know that he should be. He should be because you need to look at the trends. People don't huh? know whether it's, it's it. He should be. He, would, he is our ideal yeah. client. He needs to look at the trends. Um, 45 No, but some of them just don't know. You know, just some of them, sometimes artists are so artists or, uh, plus we're in a shift. You know, like, 
there's a group of people, like you said, most people are doing this with apps and all, even phones, even though I'm much into tech and all. I'm not mm-hmm. into the phones like that. I'm only into them as, as much as I need to be to, to do business, but you're not going to catch me doing all of that on the phone. But um, but that's because we're in a transition. I'm, you know, it took me from, yeah. when the mouse came out, I had issues. <laughs> so. I don't even use the mouse anymore. I haven't used the mouse since 2004. Yeah. But when the mouse came out, I had issues with it because I was so used to my keyboard. I'm still right. strong on the keyboard now, but I don't like when I, something about me in touch. I don't know if it's my fingers, but whenever any touch thing I have a problem with, it doesn't do what I want it to do. I, You know, that's what I have a problem with. When I just type, I, mm-hmm. I can type in the right keys and get it to do. But for some reason, if I touch, it used to be when I used a mouse. It took me probably, mouse was out two years before I you know, most kids get it nowadays, to do what I wanted. <laughs> and the swipe has become, you know, the thing now. You just swipe the screen and it goes. So, I mean, if you think about it, the people in our communities, in our in our culture, who have the money, um, they don't have traditional TVs. They've never seen a Walkman. You know, they don't wear watches anymore. <laughs> if you want to know what time it is, what do you do? You pull out your phone, right? So content creators need to be conscious of what is happening around them. Um, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. But what know. I'm saying is you have different audiences, so that, so what I'm this is kind of a good time to also convert people over. And it's not that they're not open to it. It's just people can live in a world that doesn't have to be like we talk because we talk it all the time. But I can easily take you two steps. It, it, even from where you are in the land, I can take you two steps here, three steps over, two steps here, and it'd be a whole new world. And you'd be like, "Oh right. my God, people still live world. like this," but they do. So we're at that um, time where we're, you know, going, we're moving uh, to this way, and and, and like our, like I say, people that are born, they're born into it, so they operate differently. But you know, people are living a lot longer. You know, your baby boomers are still very active, still doing. True, true. But, but you know they're what? Baby boomers used to... are right now the biggest adopters. They are the biggest adopters of technology. I mean, because who wants to pay $45 a month for a cable when you can get the same show on Hulu for free? Or Hulu Plus for eight ninety nine, or Netflix for seven ninety nine, and you know people don't have the time anymore to watch appointment TV. <laughs> Why make an appointment with your TV when you have a TV in your hand when you leave the house? So some of the biggest adopters right now for technology are baby boomers because you know what we don't. The baby boomers, and they're a little bit older than me, but they don't have the time or the luxury to actually retire and sit at home <laughs> and watch appointment TV. They are still going to work because the exes, we, you know, we beat them to work. So boomers are right behind us. We all got to get into work, and, you know, we don't have time for appointment TV. So many of them are cutting the cord. Plus, it's yeah, well, we're possible. still in an influx. Yeah, I mean, many of them are. I, I'm not saying that we're we're in a transition. So, but you know, being aware, you know, that's an opportunity on both ways. Understanding that there are people that are open and willing, but you know, they can easily live their life like what you described. Honestly, even though I'm a big techie, that's not me. 
it's not necessarily mm. by choice, but, you know, I take care of my mother at home with Alzheimer's. I don't get to go out and all. So, honestly, yeah. having a phone is not really that important to me. You know, I do it because when I do go out, I need to be able to get in touch. I can say because of the touch issues with my fingers, I prefer things a little bit bigger. But, um, and, but you know, you know there I are still... so many boomers out there. No, I'm, I, 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 I know. I, I know a lot of them that are out there. I mean, I'm part of the boomer clubs. I market to all type people. But what I'm saying is there are opportunities on both sides. So yeah, just like yeah. I'm saying, there are, because there are other issues, prevalent issues because people are living longer and all. But, um, you know, there are people that still have TV, people that still have cable. And now cable is intertwining if it, it, or whatever they call well, it. Well, cable, cable is doing exactly what I was talking about. They're going. Yeah, yeah. You, can go, you can go on your TV screen platform. and check all your social media. They're, um, you know, that. it's, it's all intertwining. What you have on your appointment TV, they're now pushing it because they know that people don't have time to make that appointment so they're providing that same platform using mobile apps yeah yeah to, you can get uh, yeah you can they advertise that all the time you can now get it on your phone or whatnot right well, you, so, you don't even have to change the channel if you think all of your devices whatever mm-hmm. you're watching on appointment tv in the house you mm-hmm. can now watch it and your kids like if your kids were watching the cartoons you got to mm-hmm. run to the bank your kids can pick up right where the cartoon left off in the back seat of the car because they're thinking everything now. You can think your your TV, your phone, your tablet, and your car. <laughs> yeah. Depending on what kind of car you have, you can think it all together. So you you don't miss out. So I mean, technology is just amazing right now. It, it is really. Amazing. It it is it is, and I think it's a great opportunity right now because you have people that engage as far as content creators and artists you know the main point i wanted to make was that all of them don't realize that this is a space and place they should be because that was the one of the biggest things that intrigued me about what you said i can take you five months to a show on the digital drummer with filmmakers Mm-hmm. Most of them don't know that that's the space because they don't know how to make the money there. They, they see it's relevant. They see it's going on. They don't see where the money is. But then you, yeah. like you say, in content purchases now is yeah. really you know the big driver that you know it's not just showing a commercial. Then you have to go visit and you know. But they'll be a people can make in content purchases and that's true. Um, and so for all those content creators out there, if you have any questions or, you know, you sit on the fence about do you need to go with transmedia marketing, just call me. I got you. You can call me at 510-860-7213. Hit the contact us button at socialenergies.com. I will get you up to see me and my team. So give me that call call in, call number again, 510-860-7213. 7213. Mm-hmm. So please give her a call. Um, the website again is www.socialmmdiva.com. And if you with the Urban Tech Fair, check us out on Facebook. And check out our Facebook group, and you'll see the event. It'll be post-listed, and in there you can go see the, the chat history 
and you can click on all links if you missed anything. And this show will also be available on demand, which means anytime you want to. And again, you can get the app, get your iTunes app, get your Stitcher radio app, get your Blog Talk radio app, and you can catch this show on any of your apps. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Get a good app. That's what it's at. Thank you so much for having me on the air with you tonight. I do appreciate it. I do appreciate it. Yes, yes. So just excited to get to know and understand all that you do. And I spoke to you. I was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know she did all of this. <laughs> yeah, I'm learning a collective and busy life. <laughs> Yeah, well, that really, really is great. I just, I really look forward to networking with you because, like I told you, I know um, there's a lot of people just don't realize, not that they don't realize the technology, they don't realize how they can financially benefit from being on these platforms. And um, so speaking, specialty speaking, you know, direct into the entertainment industry, there, you know, you know, start start looking at us, you know, getting you in on that on platforms, you know, where where our artists and all they can get in early and don't have to be the late Johnny on the spot. <laughs> so well, you know, he who he who is here last to tell the story, tells the best story, even if it's not the true story. <laughs> to tell your story yourself. But never trust your story to others. Yes, yes. So um, this has been great, Karen, and everyone. For So thank everyone for tuning in, all of our callers and our caller from the 678. Thank you for tuning in, everyone in the chat room. We have a few people out in the chat room. Thank you all for tuning in. And, again, join us at www.urbantechfair.org. If you click on Join, just get on the list, and you can stay up to date on all that is going on. Follow up with Karen. You know, we are here to showcase, showcase solely for the purpose of supporting one another. We're not just blabbing our mouths. So we need you to go. If nothing else, follow Karen on social media. And she you can get her anywhere on social media at Social MM Diva on any social media site, wherever is your favorite place. And then go to Social MM Excuse me, socialmmdiva.com, Karen Rogers Robinson.com, Karen Rogers Robinson.info, and Diva on the Rise.blogger.com. Everybody, have a great week. Karen, you got 30 seconds in the whole world listening. What would you like to share? Um, I'm speaking at Southwired on 10 8. If you're in the Atlanta area, come on out and follow me on Twitter at socialmmdiva. All right. Have a great night. Have a good night and a great week. Peace. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.